Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Blue Planet and Blue Planet 2. Today, we will be discussing Blue Planet 2, Episode 7, titled Our Blue Planet. Uh, The series finale, actually. So, okay, this episode is a really bold move in that... As opposed to the last six episodes in the entire original series, where they were just documenting documenting nature, just observing wildlife, just observing ocean life. This time, for the finale, they turn the camera back around on the people who study said wildlife, the people who study said ocean life. And we get a look at them and their work, uh, what they're researching into marine life, uh, what they're doing to help protect the oceans from all this man-made bullshit that we are just forcing on it. Uh, We meet the scientists, we meet the conservationists, uh, we meet all these people. And it's definitely not as interesting as just flat-out observing nature. Uh, I'm definitely not as enthralled by it, but it is still a very solid episode. Like, for the most part, that reversal 100% works. And it is very solid, very worthwhile. Uh, It's this nice little addendum. To the Blue Planet pantheon of both of these shows. And it does an amazing job of laying out precisely how we're effing up the planet. And how we can fix it. And the solutions are actually surprisingly simple. But... We're effing up the planet in, like, 50 different ways. We're effing up the oceans in, like, 50 different ways. Uh, We're dumping plastic into the oceans, causing uh, a bunch of animals to die of ingesting toxins. Particularly dolphins are dying off a lot because they're at the top of this food chain that's being poisoned by plastic. So, it really just builds up in their tissue. Uh, we are overfishing, global warming's happening, we're putting a bunch of bullshit in the atmosphere, uh, we're even causing some issues with sound? And there's a really fascinating segment in here where apparently, like, sound is a big part of ocean life. There are some really, really... Big levels of communication between various sea creatures through sound. And guess what gives off a lot of sound? Boats. We have a lot of boats going through the ocean. 
causing a big racket and t- making fish become distracted. Uh, so as a result, like, these communications lines are being cut, and in instances like getting hunted, in instances of protecting one another from predators, that's kind of bad. And they actually lay out solutions to this. Like, literally, it's as simple as not dumping plastic in the ocean. Literally, it's as simple as getting all these seagoing countries in a room together and making an agreement, hey, we need to stop doing this bullshit. Literally, it's just as simple as making just a few adjustments to the way we live our lives, to the way we operate as a society. And we've actually done this in a couple of minor ways before. They bring up multiple examples of how animals were hunted to near extinction, and then a bunch of countries got together and were like, hey, stop! And now those species are thriving. Uh, There's a segment at the very, very beginning about herring and how they were being overfished for a while uh, in Norway. And then the Norwegian government was like, hey, don't fish as much. You can still fish, but don't be greedy assholes. And now the herring are thriving because there's enough for everyone and we're not being greedy bastards. Like, there's examples of that, of, like, we can do this, it's just a matter of all of us getting in on this and, like, just saying, yeah, let's do it. It's just a matter of people getting their heads out of their own asses. Uh, But it's really, really compelling, it's this great little call to action to end this series out on. Uh, And there's one segment I want to spend time paying specific attention to. It's the only one I'm going to pay specific attention to, because honestly, I really don't have that much to say about a lot of the specific segments. But, there's one segment involving leatherback turtles. And this one dude in the Caribbean, and I forget his name, because I'm an idiot, I hate myself. But this dude's a freaking hero. In my mind. This dude. Saw. An entire community. Revolving around. Hunting leatherback turtles. He saw leatherback turtles. Being hunted to dangerously low numbers. And said you know what. F that shit. I'm going to do something about it. So he started. Literally patrolling the beaches at night. Uh, in their little ground where they lay their eggs. In the beaches where they lay their eggs. He literally started patrolling these beaches at night. And preventing hunters from killing these defenseless leatherback turtles. And he became very unpopular in the community. Because this community was built around hunting leatherback turtles. And so eventually he was like, okay, how do I use this to the benefit of the town? So he encouraged tourism. Around the leatherbacks. He encouraged tourism. Around leatherbacks coming onto the beach. And laying their eggs. He encouraged tourists to visit these beaches. And witness the leatherback undisturbed in their natural habitat. 
Uh, he even went as far as to educate children about leatherback turtles. Educate the next generation so they would not have the same tendencies as their parents and grandparents to just kill all the leatherbacks. Woo! Uh, he even went so far as to find eggs that were in danger of getting flooded by the tide and putting them further up on the beach, reburying them further up on the beach so they wouldn't get drowned. Uh, and even helped leatherbacks to the ocean. Even helped little hatchlings to the ocean. He basically, in addition to raising awareness and in addition to stopping hunters, he cultivated the turtle population in order to maximize the number of turtles that survive, at least on this beach. And as a result, it has gone up in the breeding season to 30 to 40 turtles showing up a night to 500 in just like a couple decades. It's insane. Like, it's really, really cool. It's really, really fascinating. This guy is a badass in my book. Like, he literally took an entire community centered around hunting leatherbacks, turned their ideas around simply by saying, hey, let's have tourists show up and uh, learn about these things and witness them, uh, and just providing a little bit of a helping hand to these creatures. And it really shows how just, like, doing little things like that, little things like encouraging tourists to visit this habitat, uh, patrolling the beaches at night, uh, just helping baby turtles to survive this initial, this initial walk from their egg to the ocean. Like, just little things like that can have such a profound impact. Like, basically the message of this episode is, we're effing it all up, but we're not totally screwed yet. We effed up the oceans, but eh, we can make them fine again. It'll be okay if we stop being idiots. So do that. Stop being idiots. And that's all for that episode. Uh, so, a lot of my general thoughts on Blue Planet 2 are similar to The Blue Planet. It's really, really good. Uh, it is visually gorgeous, absolutely stunning. The filmmaking here is insane. Uh, David Attenborough's narration is great. Uh, it really does a great job of getting you to appreciate ocean life, getting you to appreciate the natural world, like all of these BBC Earth nature docs do. Uh, and it does a great job giving like this call to action and saying, hey, we're effing it up, let's stop effing it up. Uh, it gets you to really think about just the little day-to-day -day habits that might be effing up the natural world. And it really does a great job of, as I've said multiple times over the past week and a half, like, taking the big moments of the Blue Planet, taking the big successes of the Blue Planet, and refining them, modernizing them, updating them, to just make it superior in every way. I strongly believe that Blue Planet 2 is better than the Blue Planet. Despite the Blue Planet still being really, really good. And 
Like, really my only issue, the same issue I had with the Blue Planet, the same issue that all Nature Docs shows tend to have just from being Nature Docs, is it doesn't really give you any reason to continue watching after each episode. It is very episodic. Uh, it doesn't really give you any incentive to keep going. But it's so freaking good that that's just such an arbitrary, random complaint that doesn't really matter all that much. Other than that, it's really, really good. Other than that, it's absolutely insane. Uh, and I really, really like this show. Uh, and I've really enjoyed going through both versions of Blue Planet over the past few weeks. It's just this... It was this nice, quick little change of pace for Television Archive. Like, this is a very different discussion we've been having over the past three weeks as opposed to when we went into Batman, when we went into uh, Avatar, when we went into Americans. It's a very different approach, a very different form of discussion. Uh, And I'm glad we went into that because this was fun. It was I had a lot more fun going back through these docs than I initially thought I would. I will be totally honest. Uh, It was a fascinating, uh, great, really, really phenomenal discussion that I'm glad, I'm glad we got to have on this show. That this was a really, really nice diversion from the norm on this fine podcast's uh, on this fine podcast, singular, singular podcast. I don't know why I added the S there. So, we now have to do another one. We now have to decide another show. Uh, I'm going to come back on the feed tomorrow with a poll for Television Archive Season 5. And whatever show we end up picking, we will start discussing on... I should have... Looked up this date beforehand. June 10th. So we're going to be taking a tiny bit of a break as we decide via poll the next Television Archive series. But we will be back on June 10th. Look forward to that. Uh, If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV Archive. So that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. And support the show, Patreon.com slash ThomasClark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, as I said, I will be back with another poll announcing that whole deal. Talk to you then.